0: Far too often, people look everywhere, but at what is right in front of them for clues on how to get better at the thing they want to improve. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life. Where we take the time to explore the intersections of the psychology and the emotions of money, while respecting the math of it. Because these are the elements that impact your results, your feelings, and your experiences. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad that you've tuned in today. Thank you. And before we dive into the meat of today's episode, I just want to remind you real quickly that the next Comfort Circle dinner is now just a few days away. A few days, well, at least as of this recording. It is on Monday, May 24th at 6.30 p.m. The theme for the dinner is focusing on the human side of negotiating and sharing with you ideas on how to improve your negotiating style, mindset, and skills. In other words, all the things we've been discussing the last few episodes. Because here's my thought. Since everyone negotiates every day in every way, we might as well be intentional about getting better at it. And I hope you'll join us. To learn more and to RSVP, please go to jaquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. Again, jaquettetimmonscom forward slash comfort dash circle. Now, on to today's show, the third in our series about negotiation. So you know how in the last episode, I was asking you about your style and more specifically your negotiating style. Well, let me connect a few dots by sharing a quick story of my own. When it comes to my sartorial style, it could probably be best described as a combination of vintage and modern. The same is true for how I've furnished my home. This combination wasn't a calculated decision. It's just how I've always been. I started shopping in vintage stores in high school long before it was the end thing to do. I can vividly remember the day in the early 90s on my way to a Spike Lee party in Fort Green Park when I purchased my dining room pieces from an antique store called South Portland Antiques, and this is when such stores were in abundance in Fort Greene and along Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. I got a cherry, a dark cherry too, a dark cherry wood table with six chairs, a break front, a sideboard, and a buffet table. It was all from an estate sale, and all of this for a price that was less than a table with four chairs that I was planning to purchase from a famous furniture store. 27 years later, I still have every piece and each is still gorgeous. When I was preparing last week's episode about style, I started thinking about this tendency of mine to combine seemingly disparate things because the essence of it shows up in my approach to negotiating as well. It's why I would describe my dominant style as collaboration. And this parallel regarding my style fits with the message from the last episode about how you do one thing is how you do everything. So not only is this true where my style is concerned, it's true where yours is concerned too. Likewise, I believe it applies when it comes to your negotiating skills also. Meaning, a skill that you exhibit doing X will likely be the same skill you tap into when you are negotiating, or at least it is available to you to tap into. So if your style represents the how in terms of your approach to getting to a mutually beneficial agreement, i.e. negotiating, Your skills represent the what. And let's face it, every negotiation requires this combination of style and skills, regardless of whether you consider the substance of what you are negotiating for small or large, or whether you consider the relationship that you have with the other party significant or not. I've said this previously, but it definitely bears repeating. If you were to take the time to dissect a negotiation, you are likely to identify the following list of skills. Analysis, preparation, active listening, emotional control, social skills, problem solving, decision making, and communication. These are skills that you probably practice to some degree every day of your life outside of negotiating scenarios. So let me just give you a couple of examples to kind of anchor this point I'm looking to make. If you think about analysis, it's probably a lot easier to ask you What part of your day doesn't include some sort of analysis than to ask what does, right? Because from the moment you wake up, you are weighing and examining data. You are weighing and examining your options and potential outcomes against the backdrop of an intended goal. In some days, it can be as simple as which subway line will get you there faster, or if you don't live in New York or another metropolitan area with a subway, it could be which route should I drive, right? In other days, it might be a little bit more complex and a little bit more emotional, like, okay, great, we finally found a school where our child with special needs can thrive. Where is the tuition money going to come from? Analysis. Preparation. That looks like... You know, what are you doing to get ready? (laughs) You know, or said differently, do you set goals? Do you set boundaries? Do you set expectations? Do you arm yourself with information? Do you think through possible outcomes? And do you assess the resources that you have as well as the resources that you will need? Active listening. Do you pay attention both to what is said as well as what isn't? Do you also tune into your body language, whether you are having this negotiation conversation or any other kind of conversation in person or over Zoom or even, you know, trying to figure out what might be going on if it's just audio. And that also includes like the tone of voice, right? But again, Are you paying attention to both what is said and what isn't said? Are you using open-ended questions as a way of listening to understand? Do you stay present by monitoring monitoring your own self-talk in the midst of this conversation, whomever you might have that with? And again, I'm describing things that not only happen in the context of negotiating scenarios, but outside of it as well. Next, emotional control. Do you keep your emotions in check when you feel slighted? So maybe somebody bumps into you, right? And they don't apologize and that pisses you off. Or you're standing in line and someone just casually, you know, skips on by you and and plots themselves right in front of you as if you weren't waiting too. And that too pisses you off. But how do you choose to respond? Do you respond in a calm and controlled manner? Social skills. This is somewhat related to emotional control and communication, but it is largely about being aware of your environment. So do you pause before speaking to weigh the impact of your words? Do you consider the cultural norms or expectations as you interact with other people? Problem solving. What solution are you working on today? There is something that you are trying to figure out the answer to or that you are trying to fix. There is some gap that you are trying to close. What do you do? How do you do it in terms of getting from, you know, closing that space between here and there because that's problem solving. In terms of making a decision, you may not always like the decisions that are available to you to make, but you make them and you make several of them in any given day, are you aware of how you go about making them? And then finally, but not really finally, communication, right? And this is where everything comes together. Communication is about talking, it's about messaging, it's about making a connection, it's about making a decision to be heard as well as to hear and in order to do that you have to be clear and work on minimizing any misunderstandings. So those are all of the skills that you practice and bring to a negotiation but they also happen to be all of the skills that you practice and just bring through bring to I should say things that are happening to you throughout the day. So, I've got an interesting parallel here to kind of br- start to bring us to a close on this. And I will leave it to those of you listening that are strengths finder coaches or aficionados to confirm this. But I look at the skills that I've just described, starting with analysis down to communication. I look at those along with the elements of style that we talked about in, in episode 85. And I can't help but think of what insight you might get if you layered on top of that your Strengths Finder assessment. And how this is a tool to help you really double down on what comes naturally to you, which is really the theme of this particular episode in terms of when you negotiate, do what comes naturally to you. If you haven't taken this assessment, you might want to. And I can refer you to some strength finder coaches. I am not. (laughs) But I can refer you to some strength finder coaches that can help you understand your results. I took it, and of the 34 uh, results, my top five are learner, input, achiever, strategic, relater. To me, these scream or maybe confirm collaborator as my style and they are a reflection or I should say they reflect a combination of all of the skills that I've just described, that I've just ticked off. So now in the world according to me, negotiating isn't a skill you master and never need to improve much like money. It's something that you continuously get a chance to work on and get better at. And knowing this and being willing to do the work to make this so is fantastic and it is precisely why I created this series and chunked it down the way that I did. But that said, I find that far too often people look everywhere but at what is right in front of them for clues on how to get better at the thing they want to improve. And this includes negotiating. So how fitting that for something that I believe you do every day and every way, I would end this episode by suggesting to you to pay attention to those instances when you aren't negotiating for clues on how you can get better when you are. So notice where and how your style is showing up. Notice what and when you are applying when it comes to your skills. And I guess the abridged version of this episode could sound like lean into what comes naturally to you as a way to improve your negotiating mindset, style, and skills. But come on, what fun would it have been recording an episode of about 18 words? (laughs) Anyway, my friends, that is it for today's episode. As always, I thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. I am cooking up something that I think might strike your fancy, so please be sure to tune into the next episode, and I can give you all of the details then. In the meantime, if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or maybe even this particular episode, please share it with the people in your life so that we can reach more people. And if you'd like to join us for May's Comfort Circle Dinner, where we are talking about improving your negotiating mindset, style, and skills, please join us on Monday, May 24th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. It is on Zoom. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Again, tremendous thanks for tuning in to today's episode and listening all the way until the end. And speaking of until, until next time, remember it's about more than money.